Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. Our purpose is to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're working our way through 1 Timothy in our current series, Behave Yourself. Now let's jump in and hear what Kurt has to say. Welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth, talking about widows. Spent uh, all of last episode talking about what it means to be a widow indeed and caring for our own family, making sure that our faith is real in the way that we treat the people of our own home, especially those that are uh, elderly uh, in our in our lives. And the Bible says in verse number 9, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse number 9, let not a widow be taken into the number. Interesting, John, into the number. So local churches were expected to have a role. Mm-hmm. They were expected to have to know who was in the church. I think there are some people in modern society that say, well, the church is just kind of like whoever shows up, you are the church. And no, there was a there was a measure of accountability. There was a measure of of numeration by which I know every single person that's a member of this church. That's exactly right. And what that does help provide accountability. Uh, I think sometimes this mentality that's very popular in some circles today about not becoming a church member can include this idea of not being accountable for what I'm doing, but kind of be a free spirit. That is not what Jesus Christ wanted a church to be like. We were part to be, we were to be a family a family of God. Families know each other and they're accountable to each other. That's exactly how the church should operate. Yeah, and it's not that we're saying that, you know, it's all about numbers. They're not saying that at all, but numbers matter. If, if I ask you how many kids you have, that number matters. It's, you don't say, well, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I just, uh, just whoever kind of shows up at the house, I guess, for dinners. No, you know, I've got four kids, okay? You know that. And But when it comes to the family of God in the local church, we ought to know that. So the Bible says, let not a widow be taken into the number. And then some really um, specific criteria is given. So the Bible says, let not a widow be taken into the number under threescore years old, 60. So nobody younger than 60. Having been the wife of one man, so that's qualification number two. So I've got to be over 60. She had to have been a, a one-woman man. Uh, I mean, one-man woman, I should say. So she uh, uh, she's a genuine widow in that sense. Number, number three, she's well reported of for good work. She has a good testimony. Um, it, and then it gives some examples of what a good testimony would be. If she brought up children, if she lodged strangers, if she washed the saints' feet, if she uh, she's, uh, relieved the afflicted, if she had diligently followed every good work. So those were common good works practices, okay, back in Bible time. I'm not, I'm not saying that you need to have a questionnaire for your widows at church on Sunday and say, you know, how many of you have washed somebody's feet? Because if not, we're going to stop helping you. You're not going to mow your lawn anymore. That's not what that's saying. The, the point there is that she, her testimony is demonstrable. Exactly right. No, this was to be, uh, this actually, Paul is giving very specific details for an actual program in the church, how they were to run this program, you know, the age limit and so, I mean, the age requirements and so forth. And, and what this is, is these were to be widows who already had a good testimony. You know, it, 
it would be easy for people who became a widow. Oh, this church has a program. Oh, let's go on down there and let's just, you know, let's just get involved. In that this wasn't designed for people in the whole community who had no part to the church were unsaved. This, were this pe- was not an outreach program. It was not out- exactly right. This was for people who had a good testimony. And now because they've had this service and this testimony for Christ, we're going to help provide for them. That's right. And, um, and, the, and, the, and the point here too is that this is not for everybody. And just because you have lost your husband uh, doesn't mean automatically that, okay, the church is supposed to take care of you. That's not what that means. It means there's a very specific criteria by which these women can join the ministry of the local church. And as, you, as we said last episode, and it's a two-way street. The church should be, should be benefited by this godly, mature widow now joining the number, uh, rather in the number, now kind of joining the ministry, so to speak. Um, and the, the, the widow herself, obviously, will, will be benefited. But watch the, the contrast in verse number 11. But, so in contrast to accepting widows that are this age and have these criteria uh, that vet them, Look at verse 11, but the younger widows. So younger meaning under 60. So if, they're, if, if you can't take them until they're 60, then the younger widows are those that, that didn't meet that age qualification. So that's good to know, by the way, that young, John, means because you and I are the same age. You know, so we're 55. Uh, and it's good to know that we are far from being old. Oh, that's right. We're still very young people. Very young. Yeah. So the Bible says, the younger widows refuse. For when they have begun to wax wanton against Christ, they will marry, having damnation because they have cast off their first faith. So I know that these words might be a little bit hard to understand in the old English, but the point here is that when a widow entered the program in a local church, she kind of made a vow. She made a pledge to say, okay, I am now under the auspices of this church program. I am being supported by them. I am committed to this. And the Bible says that when a younger woman would do that, who might have still have a natural desire to be married, uh, to have a home. In some cases, depending on her age, even to still have children. And the Bible says they can enter the program too early and then eventually they're going to say, I made the wrong choice. And they're going to go against their vow and that's going to invite judgment upon them because they gave their word. They're going to cast off their first commitment, their first faith. And that's not good for the church. It's not good for the woman. So don't allow her in the program in the first place. That's exactly right. It was a reminder to us of throughout the word of God how seriously God takes vows that people make. It is a very serious issue to God if we give our word about something that we follow through and do that. And here Paul just knows, practically speaking, a woman who is younger may very well get married again. I mean, she may think when she's 55, I'm not going to, but she very well might. And so to keep that from happening, let's have this qualification so that we are in a much better position helping people follow through with what they say. Uh, uh. I like verse number 13. And with all, eventually, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house. Not only idle, but but tattlers also and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. So what happens when 
people with time and energy don't have anything to do. Well, that, that, that idleness is going to get them in trouble. So they, they just end up going from this person's house to that person's house, and they end up just talking about things that they shouldn't be talking about and spreading things that uh, information that is better left uh, unsaid. It just sounds a whole lot like surfing the Facebook page and just making comments here and there because I have too much time on my hand. <laughs> yeah, it is very true, Pastor. And it, it reminds us about the, about the problem of having an idle mind and idle time. You know, God did not design us just to while away the time, you know, just to whittle away the time just in idleness. God expects us to be occupying, to be busy for him, serving him in some capacity while he gives us time that we use it profitably and we don't just waste it on nothing. Verse number 14 reiterates Paul's advice to Timothy that the younger widows, those younger women, should should not be accepted into the church program. It says, I will, therefore, that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully, for some are already turned aside after Satan. They, they, some have already been bitten by this, uh, by this uh, bad behavior that we just talked about. So you know, here's a woman. She loses her husband. She's 30 years of age. I'll never marry again. I don't want to get married. He was the love of my life. I'm going to apply to this church program. And what Paul says is, listen, I know emotionally in the moment, it might seem like you want to care for her and she's promises she'll never get married, but that's not reality. And so refuse that. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Double sneeze right there. Um, and because she needs to get remarried and she needs to give herself to her home and to those children and to guiding them. And that's her primary ministry. So church help her in her emotionally fragile moment to understand what her priorities eventually will be and where, where her heart, no doubt, eventually will go. And I love how that Paul points out here about burying children. You know, some Christian couples, obviously, uh, they, they don't have children. They, they, they cannot have children. But it is a great ministry of a Christian family to have children and to train them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord and to help train people who will serve Jesus Christ and follow Jesus Christ. A family can have a great influence upon their world through their children who are brought up in a godly home. They sure can. Last verse we'll read concerning widows is verse number 16. If any man or woman that believeth have widows, let them relieve them. Let not the church be charged that it may relieve them that are widows indeed. So this really reiterates something we talked about uh, an episode or two ago, and that is that the charge of God for churches to care for widows is a charge given to the church as kind of the, the second insurer, right? So if you get into an accident, it's the primary insurance that takes care of it. But if the primary insurance is not there or doesn't meet the need, then you go to your secondary coverage. In this situation, the church is the secondary coverage. Uh, the, the family is to be the first. So here we see two of God's three institutions. You have the home, you have the church, and then the third institution ordained of God is the government. So what God says here is, 
Home is number one. Take care of the widow. If the home can't do it or is absent, then church, take care of the widow. As long as she's a widow indeed. But the government is never introduced. And is it not interesting, John, that we live in a society where we kind of think, well, let the government take care of it. You know, if the government can't do it, then maybe the charities can help, the church can help, and the home is last. We have completely reversed the order of the Bible. And because we have done that, we have found repercussions in our society uh, that there have been many problems with this reversal of roles. Generally speaking, uh, there is always there are always issues in society when there are societal role issues from what God has instituted to what societies do. That's so true. And let's make sure that we aren't just cherry picking the passages of scripture that mean something to us. Let's take to heart uh, over the last couple of days what the Bible says about widows and what our responsibility is to them, especially those in our own home. So hope that helps. Hope you have a great day. Looking forward to jumping into what the Bible says about caring for elders. I might spend a couple extra episodes on that. Uh, Just kidding. But to do hope you have a great day. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If everyday truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.